Joel and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we stand, the Wurundjeri people and the Kurnagana people respectively. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to the Cinemang Show. This episode is featuring special guests. Why did you intro as like a game show? Ben Griffin. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> so happy to be here, guys. Oh. Now, Finn, you're in the maintenance That's fine. Industry. I don't need tell an me, intro. Tell me a couple, you, tell me a couple, couple things about that. About maintenance? Yeah. Ah, well, um, I've been soaring through keys lately. Oh, and keys. Oh. I've been uh, going through... Hopefully storage. you'll have the, the keys to the answers tonight and win that $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, there's been a... Hold on, I'm just getting word from... I haven't introduced you yet. This no, is no, my... This is, sorry, this sorry. This is the girl not, that holds the briefcase, I'm, Matt I'm, and I'm your... Uh, I'm the co- co-host of this game show, and I'm just getting word from our producers now. Yes, that's right. We actually lost uh, $100 million. Instead, you're getting 100 million dinosaurs. Wow. That's ah. your prize. Your big prize tonight. It's 100 million dinosaurs. I do like oh my dinosaurs. God, that's far too many. Yeah, I'm here. I'm back. One again. is enough. Well, you know, uh, life finds tried... a way. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, 100 million dinosaurs will also find a way... To kill you. <laughs> it's true. Very topical. Very funny. Because this week, well, half of this week's movies, because we're doing the very first Cinemang's double feature. That's right. We da, have da, da, da. some cl- real classics for you boys and JDs and gentlemen. Um, uh, number one JDMs is and drum and basses. Steven Spielberg's 1993 classic, <laughs> The Jurassic Park. And the second is Steven Spielberg's 1975, the classic, The Jaws. Yeah. It's Jaws and Jurassic Park. Both Jays, both Spielberg, both John John Williams. I was about to say John Hammond. John Williams. Uh, and John Hammond. John Hammond. Directed by films. John Hammond. <laughs> both both documentary. sit warmly in my heart. So recently, uh, the boys and I went to the Astor <laughs> the f- Cinema. <laughs> Um, yeah, and we it? saw these movies as a double screening. Mm-hmm. We got, um, we got so this little... is why we're we're doing this weird double episode on, on two movies at once. Yeah, we could do a whole episode on each of these movies. We probably should have done nah. it. It might be disrespectful to do them as a double, but you know what? We're not big on respect here at Cinemax. <laughs> 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 um, he does not yeah, speak for all of us here at Cinemax. That's right. Speaking of being respectful, um, the Astor Cinema is a beautiful, super classic cinema. It's not actually the classic cinema, which is a different cinema in Melbourne, but it is a yeah. classic cinema. Um, when's it from, Griffin? It's from like the 20s or 30s or some shit? Yeah, it's from the 30s. Then from the 30s. Yeah, and this, you can tell from the seats. I don't think they've been replaced since the 30s either. Um, they're very uncomfortable. extremely uncomfortable and quite cracked and dirty but you know it's all part of, it's all part of the fun um, yeah but that's because you were a whole bottle of vodka deep 
We also smuggled in some um, some small ticklers of snifters of vodka, which we thought yes, was quite funny to just, you know, chuck them in our pants and right next to our dicks and then go and sit down and be like, oh, we did a little crime. And then, and then we were sitting there and Joel's explaining to us this bit that Auntie Donna were doing on their podcast about smuggling things into cinemas. And he was like, yeah, they decided that the hardest one would to be to sneak a whole pizza into a cinema. And right at that second, guy walks past us. We're just sitting in the cinema before the movie. Movie, guy walks past us holding the whole goddamn pizza. <laughs> he so just he walked like right sweat, in with it. He had like sweatpants on, his sunglasses, <laughs> yeah. and his snapback hat. He just walks in with his pizza, just looking around. It's like he, he got lost. He looked like, he looked like Jay day. from. Fuck James you, that's Island my Bob. bit. Fuck you. <laughs> I, 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 I watch those movies too. And, and yeah, sir. you listen to me say that joke, sir. Um,. But I yeah, looked so, at the man and saw the Janus of him. So, um, hot tip for anyone I saw going, Janus. To, <laughs> going to the Astor Theatre, take your pizzas with you. Don't forget them. Don't leave them at home. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever the fuck you want in that place. Yeah, you really, especially, really especially like just after a lockdown, which yeah. will be, you know, anytime you go into the cinema. If you're you're a paying customer, you could just bring your fucking dog and your whole family in there. Also, if you're a non-paying cinema, uh, if you're a non-paying <laughs> customer, you can just walk right the fuck in because they did not te- check our tickets. Also at any true. Point. Yeah. So, as we were saying, big on respect here at Cinemangs. Big respect. But don't to do the, that uh, to the it's Astor a cool Cinema. <laughs> it's a good place. It used to be the Astor used to be a um it used to be a motor garage. Before it was uh, built um, in the first, I can't tell if you're fucking with the me. The cinema? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I was just reading the Wikipedia page. Oh, really? It That's... was once. Yeah, that place was once a, a car garage. House? Not not the building itself. Yeah. The, the where it stands. Well, yeah. A different building? Is that what you said? There was a building near it that used to be a car garage. Is that what <laughs> no, no. Where it stands? There was a building where... in the vicinity of Yaster Theater that was once a car garage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we cannot ascertain whether or not it, it was the Astor or not. <laughs> And if and if you sneak into the roof at night and you stay there, you'll hear little engines revving. That's the true. You'll hear little of, of cars pass <laughs> revving in the night. Yeah. Oh, so God. big ups um, to the. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be rude to the man in case he he um he listens to the podcast, but. I, you know, and I wouldn't be rude because honestly, I was very impressed by his, his ability about- to bring a dive pizza in without giving a fuck. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Old Jay. Yeah. yeah, I was quite impressed yeah. by him. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I, do you think? Yeah, do you think of, he like yeah. put it in his jacket, or do you think he just walked in? I really think well, he we just saw walked him. in. Yeah. Who was going to stop him? I agree. Also, yeah. the there guy. Was no one asking for tickets. Who yeah. was going to stop this man? The one person at like the the snack counter who was like not. You know, he was like selling us shit. He fucking didn't care at all. He was like, "I don't no. take some food and leave me alone." They gave me a cup of water in a wine glass. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> they had yeah. my, fa- they had my, favorite and they had cups of- too. They just used a wine glass. Oh my god! They had my favorite sort of customer service there, where it's like they treat you with like a small amount of contempt for almost even like coming there. They're like, yeah. why are you here to watch these why movies? Why would you do this? <laughs> yes, it's just like the slightest bit of contempt in how they treat you. That is just wonderful. They're like, you're like, can I get popcorn? And they look at you like, why would you get this popcorn? It's not even very good. But it's yeah. not, it wasn't great. It's popcorn. like lukewarm popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I hated how cold that popcorn was. Yeah, that's, so. it's such. A, I, I don't understand how the machine can fuck that up. Just turn it up. 
I, I was a big fan of the Choc Tops, though. You guys did not have a great experience with Choc Tops. The Choc Tops, no, they were shit. I definitely rate the Choc Tops. No, the cones And I say they're shit, and I say the popcorn's shit, but, like, I really like the theater itself. So any any more dis- discouraging comments that we have, just know that we we like this place. And we do. We go back. We do. Look, 11 out of 10 experience, my favorite theater in Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's that's big, man. Really? Oh, yeah, I like no, Lido best, best because they have the, that candy. They do have the good candy there at Lido. Lido does have that, and they have cheap tickets, but the Astro has better programming. That's, That's true. true. I don't know. Lido has some quite obscure stuff. Like, Lido does, like... They do um, good retrospectives, yeah. 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 And they yeah. do but the... I, this is the start Astor's of the more of an event. Yeah. Astor only Astor... does classic screenings, don't they? They don't do new screenings, do they? Oh, no, they're doing Summer of Soul. They do some new screenings, but they don't oh, do it for yeah. every film. They do I it see, for yeah. like occasional ones because they only have one screen. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. they only really do one movie or one, like, you know, screening a night. Yeah. It seems. They, they don't do, like, shit throughout the day. It's more of a... Which is yeah. makes sense because they've got, they got a bar attached to the Asta. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. The Was most that they do, open? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I saw an old couple. Barring it up. Oh. Yeah. Have like we a should, wine in there. We should have bought some funny beers. Nah, I already had funny vodka. <laughs> I didn't have. I didn't have the money at the time. All right, yeah. this has been your your weekly uh, cinema review. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call uh, us cinemangs because we just go to places and we go. Oh, this is a good screen. Yeah, I'm thinking. What... <laughs> it is, uh, and yeah, speaking of the works. screen, the screen itself is IMAX level big. It is yes, fucking big. But, but well, actually, I I will just say, they were using what they were um it, they were the movie was on, was it seventy mil? I think no, it was thirty five. It was thirty five. Yeah, okay, yeah, but that was uh, it looked good and fun, but the sound quality in there was fucking horrendous. Yeah, but I, but is that is that the speakers themselves or just the audio of the f- old film like the it's not audio. it's the speakers yeah the speakers are okay. old yeah as yeah. you can imagine from a like almost hundred year old cinema they probably haven't upgraded them since the seventies or eighties <laughs> yeah and downstairs if you go if you go to the bottom level to watch the movie which I wouldn't recommend because no, you have to like you just creak your on neck the ground quite a bit <laughs> yeah yeah but they have this entire like smooth wooded section that takes <laughs> yeah. up half the fucking <laughs> which just i can just imagine them having like a roller skating night where <laughs> yeah. everyone comes on roller it was, like, skates and tries sloped. to watch a movie yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh, it's, it's, they it's do like they do really good themed nights apparently like um uh obviously when we walked into jurassic park a lot of people were chanting What's the actual one? Um, So we walked in and um, there was some other group of people and one of the women in the group was making that chant and without thinking I started doing it immediately in return to her <laughs> it's a and then one of her man. and it's then one of her response. her fellow attendees was just like oh now look what you've done <laughs> 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 
Oh my god. Um, yeah. yeah. But I thought it was great. There's a lot of nerds there. No, I love I love classic screenings like that where people are just like they're all they're all wearing the Jurassic Park shirts and shit. Like I went to I, t- I was telling you guys I went to one in um, the All a Shark. In they're all sharks, yeah. Um, they I went to one in when I was in the states for um, Princess Bride and everyone was just like yelling at the lines and cheering and stuff. It was fucking great. This there was a bit yeah. of that at this one too. Like in um in the the biggest cheer I think is really funny. The biggest cheer out of both movies came from that shot where Jeff Goldblum is just lying there yeah. with his shirt unbuttoned, and it's just yeah. that that I never clicked for me. It only re- I even realized it this time. But that, that was shot a whole lot. that wasn't even a cheer. That was a that, yeah that was a passionate whoop. scream. But that yeah. shot, no, there that was shot, like, there was some whistling. You know, yeah. Like a, <laughs> Like, that's like a cover of like Playboy magazine type of it's That's like an old, that's like 70 R- R&B's, R&B yeah. album. R&B's? It's <laughs> like the album cover, it's like the album album cover to Thriller, you know, like that album. Yeah. With like exactly. Michael Jackson. Just he looks yeah. so like uncomfortable and posed in that shot. Like it's just yeah. so funny. It's fucking great. It's he's impeccable. just got so yeah. much lube on his chest and he's just like, oh my God. <laughs> It's did you shimmering. guys? We we posted it on the Cinemang's Instagram, but did you guys see the recreation that Jeff Goldblum did of that like last year? Yeah, oh, so great. good. Love him. He's he's a great he's a great man. He's a beautiful um, man. He's yeah. good. He's one of my favorite people to hear speak. To hear speak, he is great. <laughs> I think he speaks maybe the best. He he has the best voice in um in uh Thor Ragnarok when he's wearing all those oh. colorful robes and he's just like, oh, look at my rich aliens and such. does anyone know about this weird (laughs) this is so off topic (laughs) does anyone know about this weird like uh uh ryan from uh deadpool movie where uh oh free guy tt's in it yeah Yeah. free guy do you guys know about that yeah i've heard of that what is it uh i think (laughs) it's it's like a video game movie where he plays like an yeah he i think the character is like meant to be an npc and He's just like, oh, I'm... And then maybe, I guess, it's called Free Guy, so maybe he, like, gets free and becomes the main character or something when he's not supposed to. And also Taika Waititi's in it, and I think there's Why a bunch there's so of, like... so many good people in it? I don't know. I don't know if it's a good movie. Um, it looks terrible. Any movie about a video game is not going to be good. I saw... Other than Jumanji. But, but I think <laughs> I, it's not about... A video game. It's not about. It's not about a video game necessarily. It's just about like the idea of a video game, right? Like it's not like Final Fantasy the movie, mm. the game, the movie. Final no, Fantasy, that's, the, that's game, the same the movie. thing as being about a video game. It's not about about. It's not about a certain franchise. It's just about the you know video game dim. Did you guys ever mm. play Tintin the movie, the game? No, no. Uh, classic. I was spared no. that. Great DS game from 2013. Based off the Steven Spielberg movie? Yes, the Steven Spielberg movie. (laughs) There it is, there's a segue, quick, take it. Speaking of Steven Spielberg, uh, he directed a movie called Jurassic Park, which we watched. Let's talk about it. Which one came out of first out of these two? Was Jaws? Jaws 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 was was the second movie, yeah. Jaws was nearly 20 years before, yeah. 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 And that was his second movie, right, Finn? That was his first movie, I think. Oh no, he did um, Amblin before that, but that was just like a weird short. Yeah, no, that was um, Jaws was his fourth movie. He did uh, we did Amblin, which is kind of like this short thing. I guess he's got recast. So then it's technically his third. So he did. Oh yeah. Um, he did Duel, which was his first. And then he did Sugarland Express, and yeah. then he did Jaws. Yeah, and Jaws was his wow. first one Sugar with Land John Williams, wasn't it? 
Or was Duel... Uh, did he do Duel with John Williams? I think he might have. I don't know too sure. I'm not mm. incredibly familiar with his filmography. Matt, you're thinking of Duel of the Fates from Duel Star Wars. That's true. Five. That is what I'm thinking of. So John Williams... <laughs> John Williams is the the composer for both of these movies. He composed uh, mm. the music for all of Spielberg's movies except for like five. Um, and did also, he do Ready Player One? He he did he did no no what? wait no Ready Player One was the one of the ones he didn't he didn't do okay, Ready Player this. One he didn't do Sugarland Express and a few other ones but um yeah, yeah he 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 do a lot um John Williams is obviously the uh famous composer of star wars and everything else he's he's a he's a good he's a good music boy um but yeah so steven spielberg uh he directed a fuck ton of movies do you, do you guys have a favorite of steven spielberg oh i like jaws i like jaws <laughs> do the jaws yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's really hard to say um i think it'd have to be jaws if i really thought about it i just i haven't seen enough of his films to really give like a you know good or concise opinion about like his career or anything like i haven't even seen saving private ryan or schindler's list so like oh schindler's list yeah schindler's list is a lot i gotta watch yeah, yeah that's young. a great movie i like catch um, me if you can as well oh yeah. back to the oh, future no, oh yeah no catch me if you can back to the my future. no he was yeah. he was an executive producer on back to the future okay he does not get credit for that that was no Bob yeah yeah, no, that was Bob Smekis. Yeah, and I'm talking oh, about okay. Catch Me If You Can is by far my list, favorite sorry. Spielberg yeah. movie. That Catch Me If You Can is, my, is definitely so, my favorite one. That one's so good. I'm just going to... Leonardo DiCaprio on that. I'm just going to throw out a few uh, Spielberg titles. We had The Adventures of Tintin, War Horse, Lincoln, Ready Player One, West Side Story, which came out this year or is coming out this year. It's coming out. I didn't out. know about that. Um, Minority Report, AI, Artificial Intelligence, Saving Private Ryan, all the Indiana Jones movies, um, Hook, which is... Also a fucking brilliant movie. Um, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Uh, obviously Jaws. Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> um, Jurassic Park 1 and 2. I don't think he did any of the other ones. But um, but yeah, yeah Catch Me If You Can is definitely my favorite one of that wait, list. That movie is fucked up. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Rewind. Do you what? really like Hook? Because I love Spielberg. Hook. Hook is fantastic, man. Hook is good. <laughs> Spielberg talks about that film. He's like, this film nearly made me quit films because he hates <laughs> it so much that's so like, funny like, he did the color purple I yeah really no, he did the film. color purple yeah but like hook like like after making that film he's like i'm a failure i shouldn't be making films like he made me <gasps> retired after that like, how he was can crushed. you work with robin williams and be so crushed <laughs> he was devastated by that movie man yeah that's no, such I find a shame it yeah no it's funny which films like a uh, director's pick is like wow i can't mm. believe Have i made this i seen... just hate it have you seen the post uh, oh no, yeah I, ha- I haven't i have seen the post the post is ex- right up your alley matt yeah you watch I, that and then it, get back to us it's about some like old journalism shit right yeah yeah it's about yeah. the watergate scandal in the washington oh uh, yeah 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 right cool um yeah. have you guys seen the terminal the terminal yeah no, i have not oh it's fucking awesome about it's about uh tom hanks getting stuck in an airport it's fucking great <laughs> Um, oh yeah, because he loves getting stuck in he loves like, airports, man. Dude, stuck here. dude, there's this like, there's this scene in um, uh, Castaway, right, where mm. he returns. He's found out like that his wife left him or whatever, and he's he's standing in a terminal. And I want to do a a 
a screening one time where we just end the movie Castaway right there and then cut to a point in Terminal the where terminal. he's already stuck in the Terminal. <laughs> and... <laughs> I, I... It literally works. Like, he's literally looking out at the airport and there's shots in Terminal. There's heaps of shots where he's just looking out at the airport from the Terminal. Yeah. Mm. So... We should yeah, that'd just, be really good. just make a letterbox list of all the movies where Tom Hanks stands at an airport terminal. <laughs> <laughs> My um, favorite. Yeah, so Jurassic Park. When uh, did you guys first watch this movie, you reckon? Little Baby. Little Baby? Son? 1993? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. It was, this is like a... Like, I maybe was like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah nice. That's an awesome age to first see this movie. Mm-hmm. I would have been even younger, I reckon, because I, I, I don't remember a time where we didn't have, like, a a set of these movies. Nice. Um, did you, um, did you guys watch the, or... the sequels as well? Yeah, so I liked number two the best when I was a kid. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because it had lots of Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, yeah. I guess. I, I, I guess. Julian also, Moore, I don't know. Yeah. It was just, like, it seemed more, you know, dangerous. Yeah, well, I mean, it's got the it's army a lot more peril. in it. Well, not the army, mercenaries, well, poachers, really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. I um, because I remember watching the Jurassic Park, all of, like uh, the three films as a kid, and just because I was obsessed with dinosaurs, like I was one of those like dinosaur kids, just obsessed with, you know, that whole period, and I just I remember watching them and enjoying them so much, and then because I enjoyed watching Jurassic Park and Jaws so much, the following morning. I decided to watch a Jurassic Park sequel, and oh shit, that was such a fucking slog to get through. The film was so bad. The film was so really. How, bad. how old would you would you have been? Um, when I first watched it, I was like, you know, probably like same ages when I watched the first one, like eight or nine. I really enjoyed it as a kid. Yeah. But upon yeah. rewatching it, it was just okay. um, I just. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, I was gonna ask. Like, I, I remember distinctly being around eleven and first being like, decide watching movies and being like, I don't enjoy this. But before that, like anything you put in front of me, I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's yeah, lights and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Just like having stimulus is just exciting. <laughs> yeah, I remember going to movies with my dad in the cinema and him loving the movie and me being like, this is shit. This is a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you have poor taste. <laughs> That's funny. Joe, you know yeah. you first you showed me this movie for the first time ever? Really? Jurassic Strike? Yeah, we watched it at your house when we were probably like 14 or 15. Nice. I was, what I, do you think? I really loved it the first time. I thought it was so much fun. And like I didn't, mm. didn't, I didn't really watch really a, movie. a ton of movies at the time, but I was like... I was super struck by the the scene where they first see all the dinosaurs, obviously. And in my head, remembering it, I was like, oh, they look like super duper realistic. Like I couldn't, I, I mean, I wasn't really thinking about like CG technology or anything, but like I was so fucking flabbergasted about how good they looked. And I don't think I'd ever, ever experienced that in the movie where I'd actually thought about like, man, this is not real, but it looks so real. <laughs> like, yeah. And then watching it back, you know, you, you can. There's a couple of little slips, but still, for the early '90s, like, there's a reason this movie is considered like groundbreaking in CG technology and, and animatronics as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's just fucking amazing. Um, oh, it still holds up on 35. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there wasn't a point where I'm like, oh, that looks shit. Yeah. Because they they do all the tricks. They do all the tricks to hide things. They do. Like you know, the yeah. making it rain putting everything at night 
all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, it definitely so, holds up. Funny about, uh, you say about them making it rain to hide some of the CG. Um, the storm part was written into the script originally, I believe, but a lot of the uh, scenes that were shot in the storm, that was actually uh, a hurricane that was going over Hawaii where they were shooting at the time. So really? they, wow. there was some scenes where they were just like, fuck it, let's go outside and shoot this scene because this is the storm fuck. scene. <laughs> um, yeah, it was Hurricane Iniki. Um and it uh, it did take off a day of shooting because it was like so destructive, and it also it destroyed uh, one of these sets where Samuel L. Jackson's character was meant to have this great chase scene where he's eventually eaten, killed, and eaten by the raptors. Um, yeah, because he just disappears. Exactly. Yeah, the reason that he just disappears is because they had this whole great death like chase scene for him planned, but the hurricane destroyed the set, so they were like, "All right, yeah, he's well, just an arm now." He just died of cigarettes. Yeah, he did. He did that. <laughs> he dies or maybe he's still living on the island. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's still like out there in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. Nature. Oh my god! Imagine in in number two, if they returned to the same island and Samuel Jackson was was there and he had like it's no like arm. a Lord of the Flies situation yeah. where he's like <laughs> he's like covered in covered in like, sticks and shit and living. living off they the should land. have done that. That would have been great because they made the second yeah. movie all about like just give it to Jeff Goldblum. So they might have might have might as well also have given Samuel Jackson a better part. That would have um, been so good, yeah. That would have been fantastic. Um, so the the dinosaurs were also, um, obviously there were CG. They were by ILM, which is like, you know, ILM is the CG company. Um, yeah. And uh, the animatronics were built by a guy called Stan Winston and his team. Um, he, Stan Winston and his the team monkey? are behind, like, some of the great uh, sci-fi movies from 80s and 90s. Like, they did the Terminator movies, the Aliens movies, the Predator movies. Yeah, wow. They did Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie in 2008. They did Edward Scissorhands. Jesus. Like, that's a fucked up, talented team, man. Yeah. Did they do Iron Man 2 with the weird uh, electric whips? No, I don't think they did. No, unfortunately. <laughs> I love Iron I, Man 2. That's very funny. <laughs> that I remember watching that movie with shot. you, Matt, and being like... <laughs> This movie sucks. Are you kidding like, me? This movie's but, great. It's fucking awesome, watched, man. When I watched it as a kid, I was like, this is fucking fantastic. This is awesome. Russian guy, he's got electric whips. The other no, guy has an Iron Man like, suit. It's like a Gorgon. Yeah, and he's got like a cockatoo that's always with <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. He's a bad guy yeah, talks that to birds. Good. That was yeah. very funny. No, I love that. Yeah. So that film, man, that film should... is a high watermark of the interview. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Oh. Man, we can't keep on topic. It's almost as if I I don't care for keeping it on topic. <laughs> hey, man, it's our podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so back to Jurassic Park. Do Do you guys remember number three at all? Because I'm no, trying to think. I don't think I, I, I know. Watched I watched it. it heaps of times. It had the Spinosaurus. Spino- the Spinosaurus. The Spinosaurus. The Spinosaurus. Really? The oh, T Rex. Okay. Yeah, with the giant arched back. Yeah, and like oh, sandals in it. I want to yeah. watch it now. <laughs> Yeah, it's also the shortest of the of the series, which is great. Merciful. That's good. Yeah. Am I am I wrong <laughs> in saying merciful. at the end of that movie that they attack New York? Yeah, I remember no. that too. No, that happens at the end of the first second? movie. You know, at the end of the second movie, and it's yeah. not New York; it's San Diego. Oh, okay. Me. Yeah, no, but at okay. the end of the third movie, that's when all the pterodactyls like decide to fuck off and fly off the island and go to. Um, 
go to we we don't know where they just fly into the clouds and we're like ah so that's what's gonna the next <laughs> really? one's gonna that's be that and it yeah and it never gets touched on again like, <laughs> there's just there's just a group of pterodactyls out there in the jurassic world cinematic universe that's so funny yeah. oh, what's yeah. crazy i don't remember that because i had the box set of three of all three which is a terrible thing to buy <laughs> just buy number one <laughs> but um i don't know i don't know they're fun to watch this the shitty ones um yeah yeah but i don't really remember number three i guess i didn't uh oh the third one is like shockingly it's shockingly violent compared to the other ones really like yeah, okay yeah there's this scene where this like woman gets fucking mauled to death by pterodactyls and you're like wow oh she's getting mauled to death right in front i would of like me. to see like a uh 2010 gritty reboot of <laughs> jurassic park where well, they had it like real the first one's one of, well you don't like chris pratt you're like jurassic yeah world? jurassic world man <laughs> That's yeah, gritty. That's, I don't that's know. not gritty. Is, yeah, I was going to say, is that one is that That's one essentially bloody? a movie targeted at the, 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 the kids that have police as parents and in denial. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That is so... That is what the so fuck are you talking about? Out of fucking nowhere. I'm a cop. <laughs> you will only watch dinosaur movies. <laughs> I'm a Republican, but you don't know what that is yet. <laughs> Here's some dinosaur movies, so shut up. Oh my god. Yeah. Man, I actually did forget about those existing. I saw those in cinema, at least the one with the balls. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the, where they ride around in the orbs. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, orb. that's right. Yeah. I, I actually think those. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing the first Jurassic World movie in cinema. And yeah, I remember being together? like, we might have. That's there's very possible. Did. Yeah. We saw a lot of real classics together. Like, that was the same year we saw yeah. Mad Max Fury Road together. Um, oh, that's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. We had his dad. Deal. His dad came. Listen to our episode on Mad Max Fury Road. Um, it's a great <laughs> movie. <laughs> and, um, uh, but I I remember walking out of that being like, I don't really remember any of the story, but I remember that there was some pretty cool dinosaurs. There was one big dinosaur that jumped out of the water and ate something. I think it was cool. Yeah, at yeah, the end no, of the movie, cool. the the spoiler uh, alert for the shitty movie, <laughs> but the the big the big MacGuffin dinosaur eats the naughty man. Oh yeah, movie. because it's about. Oh no no, it eats it's the naughty dinosaur that's trying to kill everyone. Oh I see I see because it's about like a um like a hybrid dinosaur right like they've made like a artificially <laughs> evil dinosaur or some shit. No, they make they made dinosaurs that uh yeah had the ability to learn I think and, oh or or. And the idea was that Chris Pratt's character is a guy who is essentially like that the guy from uh, Grizzly Man or whatever that movie's called, where he goes and hangs out with these dinosaurs oh, yeah. and forms a bond with them. That's right. Oh, you want like the like... Herzog Jurassic Park sequel? <laughs> 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 like, Herzog That's just... what I'm talking about. He just goes yeah. to the park and it's like, look at how they commune with nature. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know like what I saw on that film that day, and that dinosaur eating that woman. I would never show anyone. <laughs> I told him. <laughs> Wait, is that your Werner Herzog impression? I told impression? him to never show anyone. <laughs> Hold on, is that your Werner Herzog impression? Uh, right now it is. <laughs> no, that reminds me. I think you. I can do a better one than that, but I, I can't be fast. Oh, I, I, I could do a better. I just don't want to. It's like um. Oh, I, I can love do 
there's this very weird this comes i'm making the point here it comes back it relates back to jurassic parks thank you but there's this very weird song film called fatal morgana which is did like the 60s and they used just like it's like a documentary filmed in africa and the whole film which is like series of like abstract shots of just like you know people living in africa and the nature and so on and it's got Leonard Cohen songs playing the entire time while someone <laughs> reads out like verses from the Bible. And it's like an hour and thirty minutes. Oh my and god! So, and I'm just like, what if he did that in the Jurassic Park? <laughs> what if he just went balls deep? Let's go, Leonard Cohen yeah. in the Bible, <laughs> dinosaurs. That's fucking. It's great. like a Jurassic Park movie that that it doesn't go wrong. It's just more about the the introspective nature <laughs> yeah. of, of living life. Yeah. All of the dialogue is cut <laughs> except for that line from Ian Malcolm where he's like, they didn't stop to think if they should. <laughs> <laughs> but instead it's what a Herzog saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you I guys... want to see this movie, but when Herzog plays the DNA strand man. <laughs> <laughs> D- um, did you guys read any I of the any of the funny trivia about this movie? No, Man. there's I some fucking. I was thinking you would. There, oh, don't worry, I did. There's some really good stuff. My favorite of which yeah. is that um, the animatronic for the T Rex, like this huge fucking robot thing. Uh, it, they had it. It was raining sometimes on set, so they had to just have it out in the rain. And um, occasionally the rain would fuck up the robot. So um, Kathleen Kennedy, who was a producer on this movie at the time, um, she uh, a quote from her: "The T Rex went into John the heebie-jeebies." Yep, that's correct. The the T Rex went into the heebie-jeebies sometimes, scare the crap out of us. We'd be like eating lunch, and all of a sudden the T Rex would come alive. At first we didn't know what was happening, and then we realized it was a rain. You'd hear people start screaming. <laughs> so the T Rex <laughs> fucking giant t-rex robot would occasionally just be like (laughs) (laughs) i kind of love that um and uh so richard so richard attenborough who played john hammond and is the brother of david attenborough um which is funny because one of them was like a real life nature documentary guy and one of them was a fake uh dinosaur theme park manager um so when that hurricane hit, uh, the cast and crew were all required to move into the ballroom of the hotel in which they were staying, but uh, Richard Attenborough stayed in his hotel room and he slept through the whole fucking thing. And then people were like, what, <laughs> Al, what is wrong with you? And he was like, my dear boy, I survived the Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> Did he actually say is that a quote? Yes, that is an actual quote. Yeah, I so well, he would have survived the Blitz, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's an old man. Oh, man. He would have a thing or two to say about the Bosch. The Bosch. Like Chris Bosch, the basketball player? (laughs) No, like the Germans. I wonder if anyone ever called Chris Bosch the Bosch. Yeah, I don't think he's good enough for people to be calling him that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think exactly earned that (laughs) rep. Yeah, I, I I also don't think Chris Bosch is as good as the German army. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win, Chris Bosch or Le Bosch? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, god. cunt. Um, yeah, what a sleepy old man. Oh yeah. my god. So, um, yeah, he's my favorite character in that movie, other than Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah, just because of the bit 
where he's interacting with himself on the screen. Yeah, that's that really funny. Right there. Yeah, and the, it's that, so good. That Mr. DNA character thing who's like yeah. on the, the thing. Dino DNA. <laughs> Dino DNA. Um, Dino DNA. He was actually just Spielberg being really fucking lazy and being like, I don't want to like spend, you know, 20 more minutes explaining this. Let's literally just have like an infomercial for the story of my but movie. But it works. It works, yeah, it does. But it works, great. though, because it makes sense in the context of a theme park that they want to have, like, yeah. this, you know, this thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you I guys... take it back, though, by the way. I'd buy it. My favourite character is, is um, uh, the guy from Seinfeld. Oh, um, uh, Dennis Nedry. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just he absolutely used to this. so perfect. <laughs> Joel, Joel was like in the cinema. I'm giddy about yeah, it. Yeah, you were like giggling and poking me when he first came on screen. You were like, oh, Dutson, oh, Dutson, we got Dutson here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's that great. That scene is so good. He, he's just like, he's such a good character actor because he's like, I don't know, he, he he just does it so well. He's just like, um, the bit at the beginning where he gets uh, the, um, the, the holder for the vials. And he's just like kicking up his feet and moving his arms and giggling. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's such good character acting. Yeah, it's amazing. So, so the the um the whoever he meets with, I don't know if he's meant to be like an FBI Dotson. agent or a fucking someone. Who whoever the guy who gives him the Barbasol. Um, it's Dotson. It's it's Dotson. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what he's meant to be. Like, is he like from a compet compet competition? competitive uh dinosaur theme park company or oh something? no he's just um he's just trying to sell the embryo for money because I see. he's not getting paid enough i see so yeah. he's just selling it to like some um like black market i believe that that person is a gangster of some description okay yeah that's funny that you describe him as man. uh trying to sell it because he had no money because um that actual actor um i can't remember his name but uh he is a he's now a convicted sexual offender but uh, he, at the time, he was I was right getting, when I said he's a criminal. Yeah, at the time, he wasn't getting a lot of work. And there's a quote from him that's like, um, uh, you know, I, I read in the script that there was a, some kind of shaving cream can or something. So I went to the Walmart and found Barbasol because it was the most photogenic. I was so poor at the time that after shooting, I took the Barbasol home and used it myself. So that dude was uh, not in a good place, apparently. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. I feel sorry well, for him. Maybe I mean, he deserved I don't, it though, because he deserved it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did you guys know that uh, Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern, they have that floating scene in the movie, but uh, they also started dating after this film. Like they were engaged for two years before breaking up. Yeah. Which to is, be honest, I, can't, I don't blame her at all. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum is absolutely striking in that. Yeah. Film. He's. Oh, well, I don't. I don't blame him either. Laura yeah. Dern. She's one of the best beautiful. She's ever. fantastic. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, also, if you get David Lynch to have a cow, and bring it out, and 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 just sit in the middle of Hollywood, then you, you're you're something special. <laughs> you're oh, is that something. is that the first cow movie? No, no. no. Oh, so okay. I, you, I guess you don't know this. So I don't know. The Laura first Dern cow was, movie directed by Laura Dern. Yeah, that played is a good a cow. movie, by the way. Yeah, apparently. Um, Laura Dern was up for I believe was up for an Oscar, mm. and David Lynch just has always been like Laura Dern's the best actress there is. Like he Fuck always yeah. says shit like that. Right. So he hired a cow, sat out on Hollywood Boulevard somewhere and 
had a big sign that he sat next to that said vote for Laura Dern or something like, or consider Laura Dern. Yeah. So he, he, and that all this, this press was just like, what the fuck is David Lynch doing? With a cow, with a cow. And, a sign. and there was, this is like not that long ago. This is like during Vine era. And I remember there was a Vine where it was like someone across the road zooming in on David Lynch with a cow and just being like, what the fuck is David Lynch doing with a cow on Hollywood Bill? <laughs> Boulevard, and that was what he was doing. It's all for Laura Dern. Fuck yeah, that's amazing. Jesus, he's just trying to support her career, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, how how could you, as um Jeff Goldblum did, how could you resist someone whose first line in the movie is ha 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 ha? It's really fucking weird. It's the first thing he says in that movie, (laughs) and then he lays down for the second half. Um, he does spend a lot. He spends the majority of this film laying down. I'm yeah, sure. he does. Yeah. Um, did Not you know sure that, how I feel about that. Um, did you know that Jim Carrey almost had uh, that role? That um, um, that would have gone terribly wrong. Yeah, apparently he would have fucked up that role. Yeah. Apparently, that like was... Carrey's audi- or, or audition was good, but they were like, "Nah, Jeff Goldblum has had who I had." Or Michael Crichton was like, "Jeff Goldblum was sort of who I had pictured for the role, whatever the character." So, you know what? I agree. Mm. Both of uh, Laura Dern's parents, by the way, were pretty famous Hollywood actors. Really? As well. What did they do? Is, yeah, Bruce Stern was that? Uh, a, was that um, a father? um yeah bruce yes that's the that's the father he 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 was in the 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 hateful eight yeah he's in once upon um, time in hollywood he plays george yeah Spahn. oh yeah and nebraska Shit. but yeah. also yeah all, he's all, even, all the films too yeah no he's really big in the 70s and 60s like he's in this yeah. great Hell harshby yeah. film coming home that's cool it's very really interesting uh, yeah. quite a lot of actors i find whenever i found out about like their parents generally you know, and I guess this is how these sort of things work. They have some sort of success that is either in the film industry or like paralleled to it. Yeah. And it's annoying and incestuous. Uh, it's not all actors, though. I mean, they're... no, it's not all actors. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I'd say it's, I would say that's more the exception than the rule still. Yeah, it's just more. Yeah, you might be right. It's more that you know when I hear about these. Things, yeah, though when you hear about it, it's a bit disheartening. It's like, fuck, yes, we don't stand a fucking chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, were you saying something, Matt? That was no, a, just listening. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, um, let's talk about Jaws. Yeah, I was gonna say, we do we have any closing thoughts on Jurassic Park? We didn't talk about the movie. Not so really. We, was... did, we just talked about <laughs> trivia about the film. Really, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Not great, not it's great for one <laughs> not not a great movie for um for dinosaur activism. You know, I feel like dinosaurs are really villainized in this movie, and we should yeah, be no, it's really, it's really saving them. Not really them. tough on the dinosaur dinosaur yeah, activists. Yeah, those poor Yeah, they say like you know you know uh, it dinosaur in, infected island, but really like that's you know the dinosaurs were there first. That's true, and that's not no, that's not true. <laughs> all right yeah. i don't know if you, you noticed that but i was playing w- off what you were doing with the shark thing hot takes um yeah so fuck you jurassic park thanks for the times jaws sharks <laughs> the dinosaurs yeah. of now, the sea so this is the second the, the second movie in our in our movie. 
in our little cinema I trip. I wonder why they showed Jurassic Park first in the double. I think mm. it was a good idea. I think, yeah, no, Jaws works better as a late-night screening, I think. Yeah. Actually, I that's true, so. because finish it, like, the second half of Jaws, as we were talking about, the second half of Jaws is, like, this, like, poetic, like, old man in the sea type shit, and I don't think that would have worked as, like, a finish that out and then sit around drinking for 20 minutes and then go and watch dinosaurs and music. I think that was a good, like, yeah. peter out of the night. Go and watch dinosaurs and music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. watch music. <laughs> I just oh think God. that you know, yeah, Jurassic Park is much more of a youthful f- film, and uh, Jaws is a horror film, and it's true, and it has boobs its in horror it. actually ho- holds up as well. Yeah. So it's like quite legitimately, you know. Well, Jurassic, Jurassic Park is horror-ish as well. It's like thrillery, and there's yeah, some real like there's an... edge of your seat shit. That's true, and. To a little kid, it might be a bit scary, but Jaws to a little kid is like legitimately fucking terrifying. Yeah, the yeah. Jaws like some of the jump scares would yeah. just be pooey. Also, pooey, because sharks are super duper real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, sharks are <laughs> still out there. Great whites still exist. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Matt, are you saying that? Are you saying that Jewish people buried dinosaur bones? That's what, that... That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Jewish people oh. uh, own sharks. Who's, what's the what's the people that uh, believe that? What is true? The Jewish people buried dinosaur bones. Yeah, there's a real religion, and that's part of it. Oh yeah, they think yeah, that... they're called um fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. massive hillbilly yeah, idiots. That's right. <laughs> Catholics. Um, oh, something fascinating that I did know that I heard about the uh, making of Jaws actually mm. was that you know because um the film shoot went on for so long, you had all these people going out because they shot it on location and. They actually shot it out on the open sea, which is yeah. fucking like insanely difficult. Terrifying. And, like, yeah, it caused Steven Spielberg like you know panic attacks and everything. Yeah, but they went out. Jesus. They went out to this island. Everyone goes That's there. That's so And when you shoot on location, everyone moves away from their home, and they it's like going on a really long camp trip where you're working like nonstop. Right. But what ended up happening is that all of these um, people they would go to the island and like you know having a you know drinks at all the bars, engaging with the locals. And out of it, like, uh, there were so many, like, relationships and marriages that came from the set of Jaws wow. between the locals yeah. and the crew interacting with each other. And so it's like, if you imagine, like, the making of Jaws and, like, all, like, this, like, megalomania, all this money, so much happening. And then you have, like, this Adventureland-type story happening about with, like, the crew and the locals. Oh, just that's so like, cool. oh, make this movie. Yeah. So no. it was shot on an island somewhere? Yeah, no, it was, it was actually shot on um, an island. I don't, I don't know where, but it was, it was shot. Uh, principal photography was in Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. Um, but the like the docks and the fishing shots were all um, the fishing village of Menemsha in Martha's Village. Um, that mm. was the primary location for filming. So that was like all of the the docks and the beaches and stuff. That's where all that came. Yeah, out. so that's where like most of the stuff yeah is happening. Mm. Yeah, but and then. Um, yeah, no, it's fascinating. Um, so when did you guys first watch first watch this one? Uh, kid, kid, like teenager or kid? Kid. kid. Do you remember it fucking you up as a kid? Um, yeah, I remember. I remember this was like one of the only horror movies that I would watch. Mm. Um, I don't know why. I just had. I don't know why we had it, but we had the the box set 
once again of all three of these movies. Fuck yeah, you had a lot of box um, sets. All four. Yeah, I was actually. gonna say there is more than four Jaws movies too. Yeah, I think it's four. I think I had one with four in it. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's Jaws one, Jaws two, Jaws three, Jaws the Revenge. Revenge, if I believe. Jaws the Revenge. If I'm right, maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm pretty sure they get pretty fucking silly. Like, yeah, isn't Michael Caine in Jaws two? I think so. In one of the Jaws sequels, yeah, which is pretty fantastic. Let me. I've got him here. So Jaws, Jaws two, Jaws three D, then Jaws the Revenge, and then. Maybe that maybe that was it. I think it was. Oh, in 2018, Sp- Steven Spielberg expressed interest in a Jaws prequel film focusing on the 1945 sinking of the USS Indianapolis, uh, which was, I guess, a ship that was defeated by sharks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of the US armed ship in World War II that lost to a fleet of sharks. <laughs> That's a really good premise for a movie. It's like a war against sharks and the sharks have their own like like shark submarines and shark boats. Yeah. And it's like you know a, what it is and then there's like a shark political sc- scuffle happening <laughs> underneath yeah. the sea it's a where it's of... like there's the there's the more aggressive shark and then they're like the, they're the dissenters and there's like a shark <laughs> uprising and there's a united nations of sharks all sitting around a table with different shark <laughs> flags but they all have bites out of them <laughs> 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 the the table is it's 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 like the the big green table but it's just a surfboard yeah it's strange love but about sharks yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. it's or, or, or what's what's that what's that steven uh that um kubrick movie um green the green table the green, room. the green night the green the green book. table are you talking <laughs> about full metal jackets no the green metal jacket (laughs) and i'm schooling anyway it's do you know what it is so they do the movie emu wars and then shark wars is the sequel but it's where it jumps the shark and (laughs) (laughs) shark wars yeah nice um did you guys know that this is a real line from the imdb for this movie initially the film's producers wanted to train a great white shark <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no i have read about to make it a movie. yeah no the producers were like let's train a great white yeah or um or like in the film you know when the shark gets caught underneath the boat yeah 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 that's an actual shark being caught underneath the boat was it really fuck out yeah that's amazing oh, that's... Yeah, no, that's why it looks so good because oh just, like, that's an actual shark like fucking freaking the hell out. Being like, why Holy is shit. Man, that's yeah. like some that's like Man, some fucking Steven Spielberg has really abused a lot of animals. <laughs> Either that or he was really nice to them, so they would just roll up to his sets like the dinosaurs on Jurassic Park that were real. <laughs> the these sharks were professional. They got the dinosaur wet, Matt. You you even told us they got all rained on. That's true. These sharks uh, quick... were professionals. They knew what they were getting themselves into i imagine they had they had like <laughs> they had you know um their lawyers on set yeah they yeah. representatives you know. yeah yeah they had the union work <laughs> <laughs> they had the union hammerhead around yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's got those re- he's, he's got really long glasses but it's still like the, the little circle frame ones <laughs> um, exactly. or just like or just two monocles 
Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, Finn, you mentioned earlier about um, how they got really fucked up from shooting at sea. Um, there's a couple of things about that here. They had unwanted sailboats that were drifting into in and out of frame at all times. Cameras mm-hmm. were frequently soaked, and the orca once began to sink with all the actors on board. Yeah, uh, yeah. The prop sharks <laughs> the frequently... The prop sharks frequently malfunctioned owing to a series of problems including bad weather, pneumatic hoses taking on salt water, frames fracturing due to water resistance, corroding skin, and electrolysis. From the first water test onwards, the non-absorbent electrolysis. Yeah. What the fuck is electrolysis? Uh, in chemistry and manufacturing, electrolysis is a technique that uses different electric current, DC, yeah. to direct an otherwise non-spontaneous chemical reaction. I think they got uh, it got elect- electrocuted. I don't know. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> um, from the first water test onward, the non-absorbent neoprene foam that made up the shark's skin soaked up liquid, causing the sharks to balloon. And the sea sweat, <laughs> the sea sled model frequently got entangled amongst forests of seaweed. <laughs> Spielberg yeah. later calculated that the that during the twelve-hour daily work schedule, on average, only four hours were actually spent filming. <laughs> <laughs> they had to spend a long time like repainting the shark because um, the yeah, right, would come off inside yeah or also because like how hellish this shoot was like this is one of the famous like incredibly difficult just hell like terrible film shoots of all time but the crew hated spielberg so much yeah apparently they gave the movie the nickname flaws yeah yeah they hated him so much that um they planned to pull like this big prank on him after the final shot and anyways <laughs> lsd and his shark water yeah <laughs> i don't know what they were gonna do so spielberg heard wind of this and then um during the final shot he doesn't even he didn't even see he doesn't even see the at the end of the final shot he just hopped in a car and drove the fuck out and just <laughs> shot and just went <laughs> Jesus. He didn't go to a rap party he just bounced because he was so terrified of what the crew was going to do to him Oh my god! Oh, wow. That sounds yeah. horrible. He has, he has billions of dollars. <laughs> he does. So people can make fun uh, of him now. He does, like... but back then he was just a no-name kid who like no one gave a shit about. What What I'm saying is they they never really got to him. <laughs> <laughs> they never got to him. They never got Spielberg. He's the one that got away. Oh my god. Um. So a new meaning to eat the rich. I just to add to the list of like shit that wasn't wasn't going well. Um. The shark. That like the sort of anima- animatronic mechanical shark that they had, uh, it wasn't working for a lot of the time. So they actually meant to have the shark in more shots and like show the actual monster more, but because it wasn't working, they just had to do shit. Like when the girl, uh, that girl is eaten in the the opening scene, um, they didn't have a shark for that. Obviously, you, like you don't yeah. see anything. She was just pulled underwater by cables. Like yeah. there was nothing. Um, yeah, which works so well. Yeah, yeah and it is, and is because one it's, of the best parts of the movie as, is as Spielberg says. Um, he said years after after the movie came out, he said the film went from a Japanese Saturday matinee horror flick to more of a Hitchcock, the less you see, the more you get thriller. Which is totally right. Like the yeah. the the um the build up of the shark, just seeing the fin enough is like so evocative and and all they needed. Um, but then when you do see the shark at the end, it's almost like comedic like it's very dramatic mm-hmm. obviously but it's almost like oh man that's that's kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean it's really i don't know i mean just the way it's crazy how good the shark looks though it does yeah. it does it look quite so good. good yeah it's just I mean, the way it like sits there with his mouth open like that <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. there are times like that's one of the things that hasn't really aged too well where when you, when it is the mechanic shark it's yeah. so glaringly obvious mm. 
it's what makes the kind of like it's what makes the quinn murder scene so like doesn't really hit that hard because the whole time i'm like yeah. that's just a mechanical shark <laughs> nom, nom, nom. yeah and quinn is i mean quinn really sells the shit out of it like he does he's screaming yeah, he so does. hard i mean he's as like, a kid <sighs> yeah uh, i was crazy or, um yeah was, like, robert Shaw. also Sorry, I just I want mean, to talk more yeah. about Quinn yeah. because he's fucking hilarious and amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Shaw is fucking brilliant. Like, he's just such a... You you said this line after we came out of the movie, Griffin, but you were like, he's got such a, like, I, I don't know, like a, like a commanding, like, old man of the sea. What was it? You were like, he's like... Oh, he, he looks it? like he's been like a. Th- he's like he looks like he's been alive like a thousand yeah, years. Yeah, that's right. Just like, like this, like this like ethereal, elemental, just like yeah. presence. Yeah, he just he's like comes great. out of the sea. Yeah. But it's he looks like like from out of a novel where there's like a there's like a ship and the the the, the novel is about a ship and there's like a lonely sailor that rose up by himself. And it's just like, hey, go on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and then and then he rose away, and then and then you later you find out he's he's been there for millions of years on that water, <laughs> just rolling around. Yeah. yeah also, else, apparently, yeah. um, Shaw, the Robert Shaw, the guy who played him, uh, he seems like a sort of real life Quint. Like during production, he would consistently flee to canada whenever he could because he had tax issues with the american irs <laughs> uh he would what very often engage in binge drinking and developed a grudge against uh dreyfus his co-star who was getting rave reviews for his performance in duddy kravitz so he was yeah. just like this like binge drinking grumpy ass motherfucker he like, also like hated robert dreyfus with a passion yeah right and would get into these machismo contests with him all the time we're like so they'd be shooting out on the boat and Robert Shaw would be like, I bet you can't climb to the top of the mast. Fucking hell. And Robert Dreyfus is like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's dangerous. And then he's like, oh, because you're a wuss. He kept on egging him on. So oh what Robert Dreyfus is about to do, and Spielberg has to come and he's be like, no, he's not going to climb to the top of the mask. And then Robert Shaw would still be like, oh, because he's a pussy. He's like, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Like they're 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. But it, that comes through the whole time i oh, think yeah, that comes through on screen really well because like they're not oh, yeah like the whole time they're at sea at the end you you get this sense that like you know they're not friends they don't want to be there together but like every now and then they'll have a little like yeah all right yeah i'll, I'll put up with your moment like yeah it's yeah a good time. apparently um, robert shaw was actually a really nice guy when he wasn't drunk the one really difficulty being that he was completely like drunk out of his mind all the time <laughs> Yeah, that's like yeah. that's great method that's, acting i guess i'm pretty sure what you you just described most alcoholics <laughs> <laughs> most drug addicts yeah. could hold a job if they weren't on drugs yeah actually a fun fact that i learned is that a lot of like um alcoholic actors because back before like weed and drugs and stuff had really taken over the culture although by this time it definitely had but back in like the 50s and 60s most actors like their vice was definitely alcohol and they'd actually have it written to their contracts where it'd be like like George C. Scott, who was like a famous alcoholic. They have it written into the contract where when you sign him on, you just have to accept that there's going to be three days that he's not going to be able to film because of alcoholism. And he's just going <laughs> to, and just like a part of the contract, like you will lose three days of this film shoot just due to me being drunk. I like that you described yeah. him as a professional alcoholic, like, oh no, a famous alcoholic. <laughs> like that was his job. <laughs> <laughs> he's also I wonder if they ever actor. had that for like other drugs back back in yeah. the early cinema, like in the twenties, where it's like, oh, 
you, you they're all just to, he's, he's good OPM. he's good but you're only gonna get 50 percent out of yeah. him because he's he's on fucking heroin yeah yeah <laughs> like no, in the 20s everyone was like a heroin addict so yeah just yeah. like 1920s silent cinema was fucking insane like <laughs> Man. Speaking of 1920s, one thing that the Asta has coming up is, I believe this is the Asta, um, and I don't know if it'll fucking happen because of lockdown, but... Um, the Kid? The Kid, yeah. which is 100 years since it came out. That's crazy. That just blows my years. mind. Yeah. Um, oh, the Charlie Chaplin film, not the other one, yeah. which is like, how dare they call that movie... <laughs> the kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You talking about kids? We talk- nah, there's a movie called The Kid. Um, I'm looking it up right now. The Kid, um, which is a newer movie, obviously. As in new, as um, in like in our decade or this year or or yeah. This so it, it's uh 2019. It stars Ethan Hawke and Dane oh. DeHaan. Um, it looks like an alright film. It's, uh, about, like, uh, fucking cowboys and shit. Oh, shit, yeah. Alright. So, yeah. Well, why do they call it the kid? Uh, Stupid. Yeah. Um. Real bad. Do you guys want some yummy, yummy trivia? Yes, I love trivia. It's um, also kind of, no, kind no, of no, horrible, no. mostly just about how, like, funny and horrible the, the set was. Um, I love it though. <laughs> according to Spielberg, the prop arm looked too fake in the scene where Chrissy's remains are discovered. You know when she's like buried on the beach and they find her. Um, mm-hmm. They instead yeah. they just buried a female crew member with only her arm exposed. <laughs> and I'm pretty what? sure in that scene, her head is like mostly under the sand, so it's not great. <laughs> I feel like that's slightly illegal or human rights abuse. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, not great. Um, did you guys know that uh, the You're Gonna Need a Bigger Boat was not scripted? It was ad-libbed. Yes. That, 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 that is like... Fucking classic. That's like the classic trivia it's fact about this. Yeah. Or yeah. another classic trivia fact is that Steven Spielberg named the mechanical shark Bruce. Oh, yeah. He that's... named it after his lawyer, didn't he? Yeah. That comes up, that comes <laughs> so up good. a lot. Yeah. And, and, and one of my favorite things to like hold on to for trivia because i i feel like i've had this asked like multiple times in different trivia stuff is what is the name of the ship in jaws the orca like orca is that is always a fucking trivia question yeah no jaws Um, is a go-to for trivia yeah 100 percent um did you know that when john uh i'm saying did you know a lot this episode shoot me every time i did you know kids Did you know? Do you guys know? I just read this an hour ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hell no, dude. I read it 30 seconds ago. Um, <laughs> composer John Williams conducted the orchestra during the 1976 Academy Awards. On so when it, when it was announced that he won the Oscar for best score for Jaws, he had to run up to the podium, accept his Oscar, and then run back and continue conducting the orchestra. Wow. <laughs> He's fucking great. That's what a real yeah. G does. That's we, right. We stand him. That's right. Yeah. Um, Justice suck. That, that is yeah. true. Um, I just want to say one thing that I do hate about this movie, and that's the jump scare where um, where Richard Dreyfuss' <laughs> character is looking under the boat that's got a shark hole in it, and that like yeah. bloated dead body shows up. That was fucked up, man. That was the that, worst no, jump that, scare in all the two fine. movies. What do you mean? That is that's what a jump scare is meant to be. No, it was excellent. It's terrible. I hate it. It's not fair. We, we, we peed out. We peed. Oh, I pissed my, we, my we little winglers, man. All three of us, and I think everyone in the cinema, even though 
we all would have watched the movie before. That's true. Yeah. Fucking jumped out of our seats at that bit. I yeah, remember that was... gets me every time. No matter, no matter there, there's another the character, character from the screening that we hadn't talked about, which is the other drunk people, <laughs> which were <laughs> the other obviously drunk people, which was... The dog. I, I believe it was a couple, and they were... La- the, the, the man in the couple was laughing just as ridiculously at the wrong time oh, yeah. as we often do. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, right. And, and uh, you know, t- there's no real wrong time to laugh. It's it's like a, you it's know, a, emotional a reaction. Yeah. 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 And I was quite enjoying that he was just laughing, you know, alongside <laughs> and at even weirder bits yeah. to us. And then at one point, I think in the intermission, I looked up, or oh, just before Jaws started, I looked up, and they had a full bottle of alcohol that, <laughs> that, that that were just like literally just sitting by their feet and swigging out of. No, it's that that's what that's what you call a professional alcoholic. That's yeah, right, absolutely. That's, that's how that's how you. Hey, a professional you know alcoholic does what we did, where you go into the, in the piss temple and you and you drink some of your soda. That's true. Those bathrooms were kind of cool, but also very gross. They were yeah. very unsanitary. I they would were, not, yeah. There you go. We're ending the episode with discussions just about the Astor Theatre, which I really didn't think I had that much to say about, but there you go. Um, <laughs> we had more to say about place. the Astor than we had to say about the movies. <laughs> about the movies, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so, in conclusion, we go to the Astor. Don't see these movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking that these movies are so, like, part of my life. Like, I watched them so much as a kid. I don't really have, like... I don't know if I have much to say. They're just, like, yeah. there to me. Well, I, I, I don't really give it much thought other than, like... Other than what I would say is that... Um, obviously, these are very famous films, but mm. they... Uh, they you know, deserve it. Mm. Like, yeah. Really, they do deserve it. No, they really do deserve it. just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, well, obviously, yeah. Most of, both of them are kind of famous for just being, like, solid sort of thrillers, and they're just entertainment. Like, they're purely entertaining movies. Yeah. I think yeah, you can, yeah. from both of them, you can definitely draw some analyses, like, particularly from, um, from Jurassic Park. Like, there's something to be said for these characters and their relationship with like progress and technology and the future. And this was the early nineties when technology was really becoming a thing. Like the internet was gaining traction and everything. Like there is definitely uh, a, an essay to be written about the yeah. characters and their sort of battle with the future versus the past. And all Yeah. That. I mean, I was definitely thinking about how they're both thrillers structured around a man versus nature dynamic where this corporation, yeah, where this corporate entity is sort of trying to, you know, subvert or take control, you know, this this naturally occurring phenomenon Mm. and that just gets away from them and they just get totally blown back from it. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's because it's such a great moral lesson, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's funny because I look in reality. I'm like, man, I wish a, I wish a fucking shark would stop like a corporation's finanza and like some fucking random city or something. Yeah. Like, oh no! But it's yeah. just like it's like I just look at you know nature in the real world and it's like wow, it seems like yeah. we're just kind of like fucking all over it. Like we need yeah. nature to kind of like run wild a bit in a way. We need a shark to kill all those business executives that just ruin that river in yeah, Florida. Man. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. And it's time like- for the sharks to rise up. These... And it's Jaws is Jaws is, is very good for that analyst because the first half of the movie is man versus man. Yeah. And then the mm. second half is like man versus beast. Yeah. yeah. Or 
and also or man versus themselves as are well. you guys pro mayor vaughn or against mayor vaughn because i think he's pretty fuck that guy, fuck that guy <laughs> man fuck that motherfucker <laughs> throw him in the ocean he can get eaten by shackles i wish um, i wish someone pissed on it on that cloth that he keeps wiping his head with yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah he wears, it's I the mean, middle of summer and he wears a fucking full suit throughout the whole movie come on man he's a no, that's what you guy. did back then also yeah, it wasn't bad everyone it wasn't. used to in the 30s everyone used to go to the beach wearing suits that's yeah. true so i wish there was a jaws where Bring it was back. set in the 30s apparently wishes, like <laughs> men's clothing would just go back to suit jackets Oh, right, Jiminy is... Christmas, there's some sort of beast in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, miss, I miss the age of suit jackets. <laughs> no, but the, these both of the movies did have, like... Man, that shark was about a, the size of four cigar boxes. <laughs> they they <laughs> were both sort of, shark. like, self-fulfilling prophecies. Like, the Jaws is literally famous for, like increasing shark hate you know like people this this movie did serious damage for shark populations around the world like and and in the same way or almost the opposite way um jurassic park like the uh university enrollments in um paleontology courses fucking skyrocketed after that movie came out just because it was so successful like both movies had like really big impacts on the shit that they were peddling as just entertainment yeah. And also in Jurassic Park, like they they're talking about uh, the theory of 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 um, dinosaurs, uh, birds being the descendants of dinosaurs, yeah. which at the time was just like not known about, yeah. and now is just like you know what what it, you know that's the reality of the the theory. Do you yeah. think there's groups out there of like cool. anti bird dinosaur purists who are like, no, nah, I refuse yes, to believe there, that there are feathers on dinosaurs. Is. Yeah, there is. I think it's just that's, yeah. You know, and sharks are just, they're majestical beasts and they deserve to be treated as such. They are. And sharks it's are actually dinosaurs. It's interesting because sharks are dinosaurs. Yeah, sharks, <laughs> sharks are dinosaurs. <laughs> but sharks are not birds. And with that, I'm satisfied. No, there's one more fact I've got. Oh, get it it's, to me. It's, it's, uh, it's regarding the name of uh, the movie in, uh, um, it's called the Jaws? Movie Jaws in... Um... Fuck! Is it a different language? Um, just a second. Yeah. <laughs> you keep talking for a little while. Okay. <laughs> we'll, um, just, we'll just keep talking. Yeah. Griff, did yeah, you watch definitely. any of the follow ups to these? The follow ups to these? Yeah. What do you mean the follow ups to Like sequels? the sequels, yeah. I told we you I watched the Jurassic Park sequels at the top no, of the No, no, the Jaws. No, no, no. I have not seen any of the Jaws sequels. Yeah, I haven't either. But in I... Dutch, it, the movie is called "The Summer of the White Shark." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> is that supposed to be like a take on "The Summer of Sam" by Spike Lee or something? <laughs> that wasn't even out by that time. Do you guys remember having Australian p- pride for the fact that? Well, Finn, you probably wouldn't have had that, but um, <laughs> uh, for the fact that the the shark was a great white. Yeah, I remember definitely. as a kid being like, "Fuck, this fucking Aussie battler." I didn't, I, yeah. I didn't feel <laughs> what that. a larrikin. I didn't understand that when I was a kid, but this time around, I was like, "Yeah, Australian shark." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's wearing one of those hats with corks on it. Australian yeah, shark. He's an alcoholic, like everyone on set. Man, Australia, Australia being Got a known for just cross tattooed onto him. Funny and fucked up animals <laughs> is Fuck really, really entertaining. Like, be, I remember being in uh, in one of the fucking big museums, the Peabody Museum, the Harvard Peabody Museum in. 
Boston and they had like tons and tons of taxidermy animals. And I would just walk, I was walking around and listening to music or some shit, just laughing at all the funny poses the animals are in. And every time I'd see one that was Australian, I had a little twinkle in my heart that went, that's, that's one of yours. Oh, wow. It's one of your yeah. fucked up creatures. I mean, to be yeah. honest, most of what I knew about Australian pride when I was in America, I discerned from Crocodile Dundee and That's true. Kangaroo Jack. We, yeah. Fuck you, we, <laughs> Actually, Kangaroo Jack, you can keep that. Yeah. That's good. That's a good movie. But fuck you for the other half. <laughs> That's, That's everything I learned about Australia. I learned from two movies. With oh. your, fucking, your, your, your fucking museums of the bones of the Aboriginal people that lived here. You fucking monsters. <laughs> Well, if you'd like to learn more about monsters and Australian <laughs> films, you can find us on Instagram at Cinemang's Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at mm, Smells Good with two M's. You can find Joel on Instagram at What is your Instagram right Super now? Baffy. You fucking weirdo. You keep changing it. <laughs> hey, so what happened is I changed it once. Yeah. And what did you change it to? I had to change it again. And uh yeah, and I want to change back to that, but it wouldn't let me. Uh-huh. Um, not because someone's taken that, but I don't know why. They're like, nah, a, you have a, to like have a different one. in the Matrix. Yeah, and Super Baffy's uh, in jokes <laughs> between me and one other person, <laughs> so I figured that. But it I doubles mean, as like Super Baffy. Yeah, it, Super Baffy is your, my favorite Instagram handle for you so far. It doubles as just what being about funny the old words. One? What was Before the you knew me, Joel Anderson four twenty? Yeah, which that was, was good. It was that for a long time. Yeah. What was the middle one you had between Radical Acceptance and Cinnamon and the other one? It was like... Joel Anderson's account. No, no, no. After Radical <laughs> Acceptance and Cinnamon, but before Super Baffy. Uh, Occultitude. Occultitude, that's right. That sounds like a, my Tumblr name from 2012. Um, <laughs> if, uh, that's, yours, your, your Tumblr name for 2012 was much shitter than that. If you'd like to keep up with Mr. Finney and Griffin, you can find him on Instagram at... Fiffin? No. 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 He's changed it to a, a, a Midnight Cowboy position. Oh, yeah, that's Reverse right. Midnight Cowboy. Reverse Midnight yeah, Cowboy. Reverse Midnight Cowboy. Great. Yeah. Very good. Um, and if you would like to get in contact with us, uh, then you can email us at cinemangs at gmail.com, I believe it is. Um, we would really love to hear from some of our listeners. If you've got a story or recommendation or anything, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So send us a little email and uh, see what happens. Um, boys, we did it. Another one in the books. Just, just before we go, no. we've just entered another lockdown. Oh yeah. So I encourage everyone to get out there, Wait. watch their favorite movie, yeah. rewatch Dallas Buyers Club, mm-hmm. like I did. Um, this this podcast yeah. will be out hopefully by the time we are out of lockdown. But Yay. knowing Melbourne right now, we may be about to go back into one. So let's all Yay. stay positive and keep watching movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, couple recommendations, anyone? I'm going to recommend Dewey Cox. Uh, the movie. Dewey Cox. <laughs> I've heard of it. Um, I'm not going to recommend Gladiator because it wasn't that good. It was fine. I'll recommend um, Pale Flower from 1964, a fucking incredible Yakuza film that... If you're interested in, like, oh. 1960s Japanese cinema, it's fucking so good. Great score Sweet as well. Um, I do have to recommend a book. Uh, it's by Shea Serrano. Uh, it's called Movies and Other Things. It's uh, just a fabulous, like, movie nerd deep dive into a bunch of questions. One of the questions is, are the raptors from Jurassic Park just misunderstood? And it's a great, great little deep dive into that. Um, and with that, my friends, I love you. It- 
love you too let's wrap up the pod is it wrapped up or are we still recording no joel has to say i love nah, you this is a bit where we say i love yeah. you yeah Chris, this is like your third episode and you still don't know that? <laughs> you guys didn't this do this like, on whoa, any this of my episodes. This is his fifth episode. All right, you guys didn't do it. this on Press the button. I love you. Too. I love you. <laughs>